0: Before we start today's show, just wanted to let you all know, we will uh, be switching up the schedule f- uh, for Thanksgiving holiday schedule, so you'll get an episode from us Wednesday covering uh, Thursday the Thursday games for Thanksgiving. Uh, in addition, we'll cover, uh, we'll do part one, so you'll get eight games basically for that, um, and then for Saturday, you'll get another episode from us cover in the remaining eight games so you only get two episodes from us from us this week but be on the lookout for those um and happy thanksgiving y'all welcome to the fantasy football diagnostics podcast where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football whether it's season-long leagues dynasty dfs or even idp we got you covered all season long let's do it let's get to welcome into the Fantasy football diagnostics podcast once again i am your host john june and of course as always got my guy my co-host greg peniman yo Greg, what is good man
1: uh man i first I, I gotta start off man gotta have a ceremony man this is a sad day for me sad day for my heart uh joey b joe burrow man uh tore his acl tore everything seemed like in that knee and uh in the leg. Uh so it's not a good day, not a not a good day for me, man. i I'm, I'm trying to push through. Uh it seems like my, my heart every time I have a rookie quarterback that I love, he, he seems to get hurt. So, I'm just trying to move forward in this.
0: Yeah, man, uh, like we were talking about off air, you had Deshaun Watson the year he had tore his ACL in the League of extraordinary people. Um and and now we got we got Joe Burrow. Uh also my breakout quarterback as well uh was on his way to that top 16 finish that I was, uh, projecting for him, uh, not, not projecting, but I, I had put a little thing out there that I would pay some, donate some money to charity if he didn't finish in the top 16. So, um, yeah, sad day, man, in the football world, uh, obviously you, you see how, um, respected and, and loved and adored Joe Burrow is even by the league, uh, by his peers, all the messages they sent out for him. So. Shout out to Joey B, man. We know you're going to bounce back.
1: Facts, um, man, man. A- ACL is only good for one thing, man. I was saying only, only good for one thing, and that's to be torn. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. It's terrible, man. Uh, but the trifecta will make his way back, man. We got faith. Uh, but the Week 11 recap, man. Uh, quarterbacks, as we always start, we always start here. Deshaun Watson, man. The QB one on yes, the sir. week, man. 31.36 fantasy points, 28 to 37, 344 yards, two touchdowns, 36 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown, man. Uh, Deshaun lit up that New England defense. Uh, Greg, what did you make of this performance here by Deshaun Watson, man?
1: Oh man yeah uh, You're saying New England's defense is definitely not the defense of last year so uh definitely a attackable defense Deshaun coming through uh getting the dub you know playing better of late for sure especially after the Bill O'Brien firing uh they all their wins are after the firing so uh doing you know better late in the season um continues to fire up Deshaun Watson every week qb one
0: Yeah man and and this was their first uh win against a team that was not the Jacksonville Jaguars so definitely was uh good to get that one, especially over the New England Patriots. And like you said, man, you said you know this defense, not the defense of last year. We we saw this coming last year. Yeah, we saw you know the defense uh, when it when it was having to face guys like Lamar Jackson, like Deshaun Watson, like Patrick Mahomes. That's when they struggled, uh, and so we continued to see more of that this this week. Uh, you know, with Deshaun Watson, but you know they haven't been able to really. Obviously, they've been a little depleted in terms of talent and haven't been as productive a defense. And so, you won't get whooped by Deshaun Watson, man. That's, yes, sir. <laughs> that's, really, that's really what's going to happen, man. That's that's what's going to happen. Uh, the QB2 on the week, no surprise here, man. Justin Herbert against the New York Jets, 27.74 fantasy points, 37-49, 366 yards, three touchdowns. Eleven rushing yards. You know my favorite stat line is in this, Greg. Not not the 366 yards, not the three touchdowns. I mean, those are great. Tons of fantasy points. Okay. Okay. The 49 pass attempts. Oh yeah. That is my favorite oh, yeah. number here from Mr. Herbert, who is one of the most efficient passers in terms of fantasy points per drop back in his in his young career. Uh, top six in that category, if I'm not mistaken. So. Uh, 49 pass attempts from this guy. You're gonna get a QB two finish or potentially even higher, man. Greg, what'd you make of this performance by by the Big Herb, man?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, if he's throwing 49, 40, you know, nine times, uh, 75 percent completion percentage, that's amazing. You know, that's that's what he does. That's uh, he's getting in down the field. He had an 81 early in the year, 80 percent. So this man is so accurate, uh, down the field, and that's excellent for fantasy production. That's like the most fantasy friendly, friendly quarterback you can ask for.
0: Yeah, man, he's, he's been a, a absolute stud. I mean, if you were able to, to pick him up after that Tampa Bay game, I mean, some people waited even longer than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you were doing. Um, definitely weren't listening to us if you were doing that. But <laughs> Tampa worse. Bay, uh, after that game, if you were able to pick this man up, I mean, four touchdowns, three touchdowns, three touchdowns, two touchdowns, two touchdowns, three touchdowns. That's just the passing. I mean, he's got yeah. two, uh, two rushing touchdowns mixed in in there as well. I mean this guy hey who knows maybe he's going to catch one soon I don't know but uh you know 49 pass attempts that's a that's matches a career high that he he did in a in a loss against Carolina so this was in a you know 49 in a 6 point win uh, that was really an 8 point win uh you know you know uh, Chargers tacked on a safety at the end to uh, gave the Jets a safety at the end to you know to protect that lead or protect the game but um You know, 49 pass attempts, man, for the big herb. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. We Uh, thought thought the
1: haircut was going to ruin him, but it didn't. So, keep going.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. uh, Thought we were going to have, like, a Samson issue there. You know, maybe the power was tied to his hair. But, you know, we have to wait until next week because he he played the Jets. So
1: That's true. That's true. All
0: right, man. The QV3 on the week. And we're going to list him here as a quarterback. ESPN apparently is going to do the same going forward. So, Taysom Hill. 24.42 24.42 fantasy points, 18 of 23, 233 yards, 10 carries, 51 yards, and two touchdowns. And Greg, before I hand this off to you, man, I don't know why there's this whole thing about not wanting to play Taysom Hill, because there shouldn't be. Because automatically, when you see Taysom Hill is going to be the starting quarterback, there should be this thought in your head that that says, this guy is going to run the ball. And we like that in fantasy. We like that for Lamar yep. Jackson. Yep. We liked it for Josh Allen. We, liked, we like it for Daniel Jones. And we, here's a guy, 10 carries, 51 yards, two touchdowns. Greg, I will say on Sunday before the game, it didn't work out for me because I'm going to probably end up losing my matchup anyway unless Gronk puts up 40 points today. But uh, I picked up, you know, I had Josh Allen on by. It's a keeper league. I got Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Josh Allen on by. Uh, Joe Burrow was playing Washington. I really didn't want to play him in that matchup. Uh, so, I found a way to get Taysom Hill onto my roster, and I started Taysom Hill over, over Joe Burrow this week against Washington, just because I figured the rushing upside would potentially be there. Uh, Greg, I know we'll probably talk about him later, but what do you think about Taysom Hill, his performance this week, and you know what maybe the outlook for him could be going forward?
1: Yeah, I was locked into this entire game. I, I was so interested to see how they would use him, and is exactly you know how it played out even with the slow first half like um you know they didn't really get many drives um really they were only passing it to michael thomas uh and then getting him uh, you know Taysom Hill involved but once after that deep ball to manuel sanders seemed like everything just opened up uh he's flinging it downfield getting his feet moving da- down in the red zone it's it's him uh yeah he was the leading rusher uh this might you know take a little floor from uh, from, uh ceiling from kamar a little bit but uh, Taysom hill he's every qb1 um and, and man we said about t- justin Herbert, when it happened, uh, don't be afraid to get this man and start him every week.
0: Yeah, man, Taysom Hill is going to be a QB one going forward for as long as he starts just because that rushing upside is going to be there. Um, Rounding out the top 12, man, Kirk Cousins, the QB four, Ryan Tannehill, the QB five, Aaron Rodgers the QB six, Derek Carr, the QB seven, Patrick Mahomes, the QB eight, Philip Rivers, the QB nine. Kyler Murray, the Q B ten, Russell Wilson, the QB eleven, and then Andy Dalton, the Q B twelve. Um and you know, Cam Newton showed up with a with a solid day in the loss against the uh against the, the Texans. But Greg, uh what'd you make of these quarterback performances, these studs of the week, man?
1: Uh yeah, it's definitely a good day. Um, Patty in there to save the day. Uh, that was nice for him. Uh, Cam of course is getting the honorable Metro QB one, so that's nice for him. And Andy Dolan, uh with the bounce back. Uh, glad to see him back and to give this Cowboys offense the the life we wanted and need.
0: Yeah, man, that was great to see. Uh, definitely, man, Andy Dalton. He definitely breathed a ton of life into this Cowboys offense. Uh, made those those pieces usable. Um. Ryan Tannehill, man, coming out against Baltimore. No one yeah, would probably would have seen that game coming, um, that performance coming from him. But Ryan Tannehill being able to uh, to be able to come up and be one performance in this week, uh, that was definitely surprising and awesome to see. Um, and I think, you know, obviously we'll talk a little bit about it later, but uh, he, he's, he's a fortunate man. Let's just say that. <laughs> Moving on to the Jags of the week, man. Uh, and we got some guys on here. Uh, Matt Ryan, um, probably has something to do with Julio being in and out of of that game. Uh, No, you know, no Matt Ryan, no Julio, but I guess there's not much to say if it happens mid game. Um, Matthew Stafford also obviously was dealing with that thumb injury. Uh, this, this Washington football defense is actually pretty good as well. Like we've been trying to let you guys know, uh, let you all know, and then Alex Smith. I mean, I guess he wasn't really needed much. It, or, sorry, did I say Matthew Stafford was going up against Washington? Matthew Stafford went up against Carolina and got shut out. My apologies. Um, Alex Smith, he was on the other side of a beatdown, um, and obviously wasn't asked to do much in that game as well. Uh, as the you know the, the Washington football team uh, beat up on the on the Bengals. Um, and Tua was benched, you know. Uh, so at first it looked like he suffered an injury. There seemed like he was actually benched, um, and then someone who will not be benched, Carson Wentz, uh, he did not play well at all. So um, Greg, any of these guys? I mean, I think, I mean, how how which of these guys are we really the most concerned about? I mean, I don't know. Maybe at best, Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz are the only ones you're really looking at rest of season but I don't think you could trust Carson Wentz and if Matt Ryan doesn't have Julio you can't trust him either so
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. Definitely no Julio no Matt Ryan. Um you know, I was almost done with him at early in the year, but yeah, it seems like he's directly tied to his success. Uh and other than that, uh Carson Wentz he has been shaky all year. Uh but he still was able to find a way to manufacture points, but Now, if he's not, you know, also getting points uh, and just with his bad play, uh, yeah, it's kind of very concerning for him and concerning for all those, you know, his talent around him, like Mal Sanders, Fogum, and and Rager.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the the biggest thing with Wentz, the reason why he's not being productive is that he's not running anymore. I mean, like the reason Wentz, I mean, during that stretch where he was useful, uh, nine carries sixty five yards, seven carries thirty seven yards um, a touchdown in each of those games uh four four of eleven, um you know five for forty nine in the touchdown, seven for fourteen in the touchdown. Uh, but you know, the last few weeks, four for seventeen, two for four, three for ten. he's not running. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was play- he was always playing like you said, like you said all year, he's been playing terrible all season. <laughs> it's yes. just he was he was running the ball getting touchdowns, which was like, you know that's the rule we're gonna play these guys but um like we said there's some guys that we'll talk about in the waiver portion but let's move on to these running backs man uh and Dalvin Cook man still finds a way to finish as the RB1 this week 22.5 yes, fantasy points 27 carries 115 yards and a touchdown uh did lose a fumble but added five catches for 45 yards Greg what'd you make of this performance by Dalvin Cook man
1: Oh man, this is this is Dalvin Cook. I mean, the combination of the RB one in fantasy with you know Justin Herbert in my lineup, I was to get that dub in uh, FanDuel. So I shout out to all these people. I, I can't stop. I, I'm. I feel like I'm undefeated with Dalvin Cook. So uh, big ups to, to him every time, uh, starting him and doing the, the one of the fantasy MVPs of the year.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it helps when you have the QB two and the RB one and yeah, man, the RB five and – <laughs> $5,100 flex, scores a touchdown. It doesn't matter if he leaves the game. I mean, yeah. So, anyway, I'm not mad or anything. But Dalvin Cook, you know, great game on his part. Uh And then the RB2 on the week, man. We were telling y'all, don't bench this, man. Uh, I mean, the volume was there, 63%. of The running back opportunity last week. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 20.2 carries. Or 20.2 fancy points, 14 carries, 69 yards, 2 touchdowns, 1 catch, 8 yards, and, and no touchdown there. Um, Greg, what do we make of this performance by Clyde, man?
1: Oh man, yeah, this is awesome. I mean the talent is just too 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 like there for him to us to panic. I remember you saying he's still by candidate for you. Uh that de- definitely a guy that uh if you know if you the trade deadline was still there, it was probably too a little too late to, to gra- grab him. But uh, he was an ultimate by low candidate before this week, and uh, I think he should continue to do well. I mean, it's a high, always a high chance of him doing well in this offense uh, when they're in close competitive games, um, when Mahomes is not flinging it down the field. But they'll get enough possessions for him to be uh, relevant.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I was saying to buy him while he's on by on the bye week, so that was actually that's a, that would have been a good time to buy him because he would have been, you know, the manager was probably frustrated with him. But if you, if not. Um, and you're actually the Clyde manager that was able to hold him. Then you know Woo. keep 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 it keep it going, guys. Because yes, you know, uh Continued out out touched Le'Veon Bell yesterday. Le'Veon, did, uh, Le'Veon Bell did score, but he out touched him um, yesterday. Hopefully that that continues going forward. And Clyde, like I said, Clyde Clyde looks good. Right? oh like, yeah
1: he's a great player like, he's a no, great prospect
0: yeah no he's 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 on his way to being a great player i mean he looks good he makes people miss he's tough mm-hmm. he gets tough yards he's great in the pass game as well like clyde's gonna be a good player man like there's no doubt about it um and in this offense where they can score a touchdown and make it look like it's the easiest thing in the world to do why wouldn't you want to run him back on that offense so um running back I have grown to really want on my team cuz team <laughs> his team gives him the ball repeatedly uh 28 times in this one. Yes sir. Derrick Henry 19.7 fantasy points, 28 catches or 28 carries, 133 yards and a touchdown. Also added uh one catch which which he got minus 1 yard on but um you know, finished off with that 29-yard game-winning touchdown against the Baltimore Ravens uh in overtime to, to uh, ice that game uh Derek Henry man what would you make of this performance here by by King Henry Greg
1: yeah bro it seems like he's the the raven killer right now I mean because you know he's doing what he's got to do uh, against his team um you know and 28 carries man you just gotta love that and Dalvin cook got 27 uh those two guys getting over 25 plus in today's NFLs it's just awesome to see, uh, yeah, continue to play Derrick Henry as a top three option.
0: Yeah, man, and somebody or well, I've got to take I'm, I've got to personally apologize to everybody out there that maybe had benched him, uh, Melvin Gordon, because I was like I don't want to play this guy, and <laughs> I, I really didn't. But he comes out as the RB four, so I'm sorry if you if that happened to you. I apologize, uh, but he hadn't really done anything all year. I was just trying to uh. Save you from the disappointment. Unfortunately, didn't get this one right. But the one I did get right: Zeke Elliott, RB five, RB six, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson, the RB seven, Carlos Hyde, the RB eight, Aaron Jones, the RB nine. Greg, your your star of the week: Mike Davis, the RB ten. Frank Gore comes in as the RB eleven. Uh, Kenyon Drake coming in as the RB twelve. What uh, some. Honorable mentions, uh, JT coming in with a solid performance, Josh Jacobs as well, uh, and then Chase Edmonds if you were able to flex him on Thursday night football, and then Damian Harris also coming oh, yeah. through with oh, a yeah. solid day, uh, getting the touchdown. Greg, what'd you make of these uh, st- some of these stud performances, man?
1: Yeah, it's a little nice week for the running backs, um, you know, got some new faces up here, uh, Le'Veon getting the touchdown as well, making his day relevant, um, but it's good to see Mike Davis back. Uh, we know that Chris McCaffrey is also reports now he might be out next week, so uh, it's good to see him back and you can start him up, continuing as uh, that you know uh, borderline RB one earlier in the year he was.
0: Yeah, I mean, who do they play this week?
1: Uh, I believe Carolina plays Indy or is someone else? I believe. Uh, oh, they play Minnesota. Sorry,
0: Minnesota. All right, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not just gonna, you know. I don't want to crown him again because last oh, time we, d- <laughs> we did that. You know, I had to question if the pixie dust had ran out. So, but no, we're we're good. We're good. We're good. Minnesota, I like that matchup. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, uh, J.K. Dobbins. I mean, obviously, the, we got the news today that he'll be unavailable this week on Thursday Night Football for the you know uh, ending up testing positive for the co- for COVID. Yeah. Um. So that's unfortunate. That's but, tough. Did see the most touches, the most snaps in his backfield. Mark Ingram only played six snaps in this game, um, so it was pretty clear early on that this was going to be J.K. Yeah, man,
1: it happened, yo. Finally, Mark Ingram getting, getting phased out, yo. It happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish they had done it last week because people were people were dropping J.K. Dobbins last week yeah, after that's... after Mike after Mark Ingram came back and he didn't get the touches. After being productive in the previous weeks, uh, people were asking, "Should I drop him?" And you know, you you couldn't really tell people, "Oh no, you know, if you if you need to win, you know, drop J.K. Dobbins because that because that, you know his role hasn't really come to fruition." And then this week, J.K. Dobbins is one of the the top waiver wire pickups on people's uh, you know the people were going to be talking about today. But uh, yeah, it's unfortunate if that happened. I mean, it's part of the game. If you you know, if you needed the roster spot, if you are, you know, you need to win, it happens. Um, you know, the one that I find interesting, Jonathan Taylor, man, uh, 20, 28 or 26 touches in this game. Coming through with a, a decent day. Didn't get in the end zone, but uh, over hundred, 114 yards of total offense. So, um, a solid day. And they get Tennessee next week, which we know is not... Uh, you know, one of the favorable matchups for the running back position. Greg, do would you have any confidence or where is your confidence level at this point with Jonathan Taylor uh this week in that in a matchup against Tennessee?
1: Yeah, I think he's a, a popular, you know, a solid flex for you. I mean, you gotta just, you know, the new expectations for him. Don't see him as a, you know, product productivity productive RB two or one of those top guys. Um I think if you see him as a flex, he can give you a good day and um as a you know and give you that value. I, I would still start him up.
0: Yeah, I was telling you earlier when we were before we started recording like I don't even know if I can confidently say to start him but uh depending on what the you know the the running back situation is you you know you might you might necessarily have to I mean uh head coach Frank Wright came out today and said yeah well and I'm paraphrasing here he said yeah well we don't really um you know, that's kind of how we roll in terms of the running back distribution. You know, they can just switch it up at any moment. And he's like, yeah, I know it's not <laughs> it's not ideal for the fantasy players, but that's kind of how we roll. So, uh, he's aware of us. He just doesn't care about
1: us. Oh, yeah. Most of them are, <laughs> man. That's why this happens. Bruce Arians, uh, Sean McVay, you know, all of these guys, you know, they know. They know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're playing and they need to get the one up on their league mates. <laughs>
1: true 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 so they always play the sleeper Uh, yeah yeah
0: so they so they wait until they drop them all or something you know or they you know maybe try make a trade and be like oh hey i traded traded jonathan taylor for uh you know for for alvin kamara or something you know and then you know you uh he trades him he trade he makes another trade or something i don't know i've I've lost this joke i've killed it it's dead so we're (laughs) we're gonna move on we're gonna go to the jags of the week man and First Jag, Alvin Kamara, man. Uh Is this function of Taysom Hill, Greg? What are we what are we doing?
1: Got it has to be. It, ha- it definitely has to be, I mean, the especially the rushing floor at the very least um in the red zone it could break take down his, you know, productivity. Uh Taysom Hill did have two rushing touchdowns, so uh uh that, you know, takes away, you know, Kamara's touchdown right there. I mean, his screen his passing and receiving work. This was the first game of uh Alvin Kamara's career where he didn't have a a pass catch. Like he didn't have a catch. So uh, it's definitely, you know, could be concerning, I, but I think, you know, Alvin Kamara still RB one, but, uh, I think his ceiling is, you know, hurt a little bit.
0: I agree, man. I mean, if that reception work is not there, it's hard to trust Alvin Kamara. Um, not trust him. Obviously you're going to play Alvin Kamara, but it's hard to expect that ceiling to be there. Like you said, and the, the, those rushing touchdowns, I mean, we we're already nervous about the rushing touchdowns with, with, um, you know, Latavius Murray's presence, yeah, but uh, now you add Taysom Hill to the mix. I mean, we were considering Taysom Hill even b- before as well. Like, I mean, oh, Taysom Hill's going to run for like one touchdown a year and it's gonna yeah, he's gonna you... Alvin yeah, yeah, he's going to give
1: you yeah, he's going to give you the Cam Newton stat line. I mean, the running back in that offense is always also going to suffer a little bit too. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is um, a little concerning. But yeah, I mean, in today's R- RB landscape, Alvin Kamara is still a top five, top, top top ten option.
0: Yeah, I mean, would you try to move Alvin Kamara right now if you could?
1: Um yeah, I think so I don't know who for for what though. Like I mean James Would Robinson be the only one try to upgrade to, for. I mean or You could try to upgrade, upgrade. to
0: uh Aaron Jones. Be like a lateral
1: move. Aaron Jones, uh yeah. Um Derek Henry even buy maybe on a Clyde, maybe if you really feel like Clyde is gonna finish the rest of the season better than Kamara.
0: Mm, I don't know if I could do that one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if I could get up to Derrick Henry, if I could get up to Don Derek Cook. Henry, I agree.
1: Even Zeke, if uh, Zeke is back on that radar with Dalton,
0: Zeke's schedule is terrible though. Down the stretch, they have some. This mm. was this was one of the good games that they had in terms of a in terms of a rush schedule, but down the stretch, it gets a a, a little bit more bleak for them. I I mainly know because I was trying to get to get rid of Zeke. Um, oh right right. <laughs> Would you buy a Carlos Hyde, or not Carlos Hyde, Chris Carson? No,
1: no. Uh, no, I mean, I still I still love Kamar. I still think he's going to be productive. So, I, in a, a good team, a team that's going to be in favorable game script, um, I still wouldn't do a lot to move Kamar.
0: Only one target.
1: Yeah, I know. That is crazy. The Yeah, only game in his career. I saw that in, um, as a Reddit post today. Uh, first game, he's never had a pass catch. so. I mean, uh, if
0: anything, this means that he's on pace to to have his fourth straight season eighty one <laughs> catches.
1: <laughs> had to, you know, the regression had to to uh, play his part.
0: Oh man! All I right, know, uh, I know some another jag on the week. Uh, Miles Sanders, uh, unfortunately, he's tied to Carson Wentz. Uh, I mean, I mean, tied down by Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: I mean. Um, you really just continue not, to yeah, play yeah, him. Other yeah, you
1: continue do. to play him, hoping Carson Wentz could bounce back. I mean, I could still believe. I still believe Carson Wentz could give you fantasy points, uh, even though he's not playing well, because uh, he's just a tough guy. He he can make something happen. But they, yeah, they they need to figure it out because
0: it's gonna be it's looking bleak. Um, and then Kareem Hunt saving his, trying to save his day with a touchdown, but uh, not the day you thought you were gonna get. Uh, Duke Johnson didn't come through. Adrian Peterson also did not come through for you as well. Uh, Naheem Hines was reported that he would see the bulk of the work and then proceeded to not see the bulk of the work. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't tilting over that. No, 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 not at all. Um,
1: yeah, man. Running backs all year. That's That's the storyline right there. This guy you think is going to get the bulk of the work just doesn't get the bulk of the work.
0: Uh, I miss the good old days with, like, Miles Gaskin and James Robinson getting, like, 25 touches or something, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, moving on to the wide receivers. Adam Thielen, the wide receiver, one on the week. Uh, 28.3 fantasy points, 8 catches, 123 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Greg, what'd you make of this performance and that one-handed touchdown by Adam Thielen?
1: Oh man, yeah, it's great to see him here. Uh, you know, we talk about how this—I think this guy is one of the best receivers in the league. Was uh, with this play uh, consistently. Uh, this is great to see him do this and see him back in this position. Uh, yeah, um doing great by him as the wide receiver one every week.
0: Yeah, man, he's been real. He's been real solid. I mean, all year. Uh, yeah. Definitely coming through. I mean, showing us the ceiling this week with the two touchdown game. Uh, unfortunately, is on the COVID reserve list. Um, I know after testing positive, so uh, that will be something to definitely uh, monitor going forward and his availability. Um, but the wide receiver two on the week, Keenan Allen, man, twenty six and a half fantasy points, sixteen catches, one hundred and forty five yards, one touchdown. Lost a fumble here, but what'd you make of this performance? Hey, you know what, Greg? Here's an idea. Rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert, why doesn't he just target his best player relentlessly? Why don't you just do that?
1: Oh yeah, I mean that that's kind of what almost he almost did. I feel like (laughs) I mean he threw forty nine times, so I guess some other people had to get involved. Uh but yeah, Keenan Allen, absolute monster. You know, we were just as excited about Keenan Allen when the Herb got there, because especially with the target number he was getting, uh, and he's con- continuing to see, uh, Keenan Allen has got to be a top ten option uh, with the Herb uh, every week. Um, yeah, it's awesome to see.
0: Yeah, I mean we should have seen this coming. I mean we, I think we did see this coming because we saw yeah, Hard Knocks. Yeah. You know that's where the investigation really goes. We go, we dig deep. You know, and we saw on Hard Knocks Justin Herbert saying on the sideline, and he said. Hey, when I'm out there, he says to Keenan Allen, hey, when I'm out there, I'm just going to throw to you all the time. <laughs> and Justin Herbert is coming through on his promise, man. Throwing to Keenan <laughs> Allen all the time. Yeah. Why so, not? I
1: mean, he, Keenan Allen in the slot, too. He's going to see a lot of the weakest corners, too. Like, it's it's going to be great.
0: I mean, yeah. I think any corner Keenan Allen matches oh, up with at this point is the weakest right. corner. Right. And then you give him the weakest. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's even uh, better it's a cheap the wide code. receiver three on the week man Demir Bird 23.3 fantasy points six catches 132 yards and a touchdown man Greg what'd you make of this performance here by Demir Bird
1: yeah we thought it was gonna be Jacoby Myers in this spot but Demir Bird uh ended up here uh good day by him I mean you know I still wouldn't uh, think it's good good spot spot if you like spot start if you're uh one of the people that would bless to go pick him up and add him and start him but uh yeah, definitely, you know, something that is a one-week thing, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe not like a one-week thing, but I think this is definitely game script dependent. I mean, you had the 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 Patriots down by multiple scores at one point, um, and so they're in comeback mode. Jacoby Myers is not going to beat you deep. That's uh, just not who he is. He just eats up the chains. And- mm mm-hmm. So, Demir Bird, I think, benefited from the game script a little bit, trying to, uh, you know, excel in these deep passes. Uh, the wide receiver four, who excels on, who, you know, was known as just a deep threat receiver, but has evolved into much more than that. Tyreek Hill. Uh, the wide receiver five, Devontae Adams. The wide receiver six, DJ Moore. The wide receiver seven, Nelson Aguilar. The wide receiver eight, Curtis Samuel. The wide receiver nine, Tyler Lockett. The wide receiver, 10, Deontay Johnson. The wide receiver, 11, Justin Jefferson. And the wide receiver, 12, Mike Williams. Uh, some other stud performances. It was a good wide receiver week overall. Uh, Devontae Parker, Michael Thomas, C.D. Lamb, Tim Patrick, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman Jr., Chase Claypool, uh, many, many others that had good week. a good week. But Greg, the year of the receiver. <laughs> the year of the receiver it is. Um, Greg, what did you make of these performances by some of these stud these stud receivers here, man?
1: Yeah, man. This was uh, another great week. Uh, Michael Thomas coming back uh, from the dead. Uh, awesome to see, um, especially and great for him rest of the season. Taysom Hill, uh, was he was the only guy he was passing percent through. of the yep. targets. Yep, yep. Yes, sir. Like that, That's going to be all year, rest of the season. Um, the only time he's throwing it deep is going to be Michael Thomas. The only time he's throwing it short is probably going to be the Michael Thomas. So uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, and yeah, Nelson Aguilar, you know, we, we talked about him early in the year as a guy. That's the thing. And I think, you know, he's back on this list, uh, in, in a top performance. So that's good to see from him and two teams getting two receivers in the top 12, uh, Minnesota and the chargers. That's dope.
0: Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, that Minnesota, that Minnesota pair is so good, man. They oh really yeah. Oh yeah. They need to keep uh, that together for sure. Definitely. I mean, but J- Justin Jefferson, where does he vault now? You know, with Adam Thielen being out potentially this week, don't know how long he'll be out for, but, I mean, what's – I mean, we've seen this offense when only one of these receivers gets to play, when it was Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. Uh, do we think Justin Jefferson just soaks up, like, 50% of the targets here?
1: Uh, I believe – yeah, I think he gets a bump, of, uh, definitely in target share. I mean, who who else is really Kirk Cousins gonna gonna throw to? I mean, he can just hand it off to Dalvin Cook even more, but uh Jefferson's gotta be a wide receiver one option for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean they're uh, they could give it to, to Dalvin Cook. I mean maybe we see Dalvin Cook get some more receptions. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could give that guy more touches than he's already got. <laughs> I would but, <laughs> uh Justin Jefferson, man. I mean, we've seen Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen have these like monster target games from Kirk Cousins because he's like, I could either throw to Chad Beebe, I could throw to BC Johnson, or I could throw to like Adam Thielen or Stefan Diggs and now Justin Jefferson. So definitely like that. Deontay Johnson, man, we were talking about him off air as well. He's a guy, uh, his 60, if you just take the games that he played uh, where he was fully healthy because uh, in all those games he's had at least 10 targets, this guy's on pace for 200 catches 100 and f- or 200 uh, targets, 145 catches, over 1,400 yards, and 10.6 uh, touchdowns. So, Greg, where does Deontay Johnson? Where is he at rest of season for you in your eyes?
1: He's every week borderline wide receiver one with the amount of targets he's getting attached to Big Ben, who's hot right now, attached to this offense, who's who's really hot right now. I, you you have to consider him a borderline one. Um, he was a guy that was you, you were saying being dropped in leagues. I was a guy that definitely was the uh, a Bible candidate of the year got to be cuz uh what he was injured but in the games that he's in he, he he he's a 10 plus target guy every time um in the six full games the 12.3 a game so uh yeah i i love Deontay johnson I, he he's going to continue to to kill
0: yeah man i mean the targets i mean 15 targets 16 targets gotten at least 10 in every game that he's that he was fully healthy uh this guy has been everything that you could have ever asked for. I mean, obviously, he's a guy that I know coming into the season, we were we were both very high on um as one of, you know, him, you know, he's he's like the obviously we'll talk about one of these other guys in a little bit, but um it was like him, Hollywood Brown and Miko Hardman, you know, these second the second-year wide receivers, you know, which one of these guys is going to take that leap and I think as a community we all expected that to be um Hollywood Brown and that second receiver we were expecting it to be was Miko Harmon. But Deontay Johnson was a guy that was relatively free in drafts. Yeah. And so going
1: round ten. Yeah. Round
0: yeah, round ten you were able to get him some leagues he was undrafted. So um, you know, he's definitely a guy that that, you know, hopefully he can stay he continue to continue to stay healthy, but he's definitely a guy that, like you said, borderline wide receiver one. I mean, I might put him in that in that conversation as the wide as a wide receiver one because uh, he was able to to be the wide receiver ten and half PPR. He didn't even score a touchdown.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. He's he's eating up targets right now. It's, it's insane.
0: Yeah, man. Um, and then moving on to the Jags of the week, man, because we got to um, let's start with the guy whose name I literally have not... Re- I have not removed his name from this spot on my doc sheet for five weeks. Hollywood Brown. <laughs> I, like he, I, Greg, I tell you, <laughs> listeners, please, I have not removed his name. Like I, I have just deleted all the way up to the comma after Hollywood Brown, and I typed the rest of the Jags for this week. Because Hollywood has been a staple on this list for five weeks now.
1: Yeah, because his roster ship is still so high and we're telling people now last week he was droppable maybe the week before he was droppable he's he's still 83 percent rostered in yahoo it's over like don't keep him anymore (laughs) please add someone else (laughs) in please drop him
0: yeah we can revisit him in like never 2021 yeah i mean twenty twenty one. maybe we could have a conversation in two weeks when they play dallas but maybe i don't know i'm just saying (laughs) no 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 nope nope
1: nope he's had i know prime, he's had prime so many match-ups. chances so nah, many nah, so nah, many nah. I'm, I'm with you i'm done i'm out
0: i'm out i'm out but the moment i'm out this is when he's gonna do it because against out. tennessee zero points no nah, zero bro. points come on man nah. and a terrible drop too
1: oh yeah right in his face lamar couldn't have thrown it better and it was oh. dropped it
0: yeah okay we're out we're out yeah man I almost spent five dollars a fab for him in the in the in the, in the analyst league to, like though just, did
1: I drop the in the end? <laughs> Yeah. You saw that right spent, On your on own, own on
0: your own advice. <laughs> on my own advice, but I couldn't help myself. You know, I'm like, well, you know, I'ma stash him on the bench and see what happens. I was gonna spend five dollars, but he got he went for twenty. So it worked.
1: Hey man, he might be the reason we lose in the playoffs in belly up. That's just I'm just saying, that's all I'm saying right now.
0: Well Ronald Jones, why can't you say Ronald Jones might be the reason we win?
1: Cause you know I, I have to look at Hollywood Browns. I can't get over that zero point zero zero. Not even zero point five. You know nothing like no, nah, nah. like the zero, 0. point 0.00. six that
0: Gus got us, or the oh, one yeah, po- yeah, or yeah. the one point eight that Logan Thomas got us, and the rest of yep, our yep, bench was yep. all zeros. And we yep. could have played Chris Carson. Would have made us feel better.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: All right, man, another guy I'm going to throw on this list, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sorry that my bullet prediction did not come through and that you are on this list, D-Hop. And my start of the week, Jacoby Myers, also on this list. So that one hurts. I take that one very personally. Uh, Julio Jones, uh, only on this list because of what he did to Matt Ryan, but he was in and out of this game with hamstring injuries. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster on his birthday, also dealt with an injury, uh, slipped on the... Uh, Slipped on one of the penalty flags, so it ended up hurting his ankle, so that's unfortunate. And another guy I'm going to throw on this list, and it sucks to throw him on this list because I know this is going to hurt you, Greg, but T. Higgins. um, Where are you at Um, with T. Higgins' rest of season?
1: Oh, he's still steady wide receiver two, strong wide receiver two. I mean, he's still getting the target number. Oh, that's true now, but Joe Burrow, oh man, I can't even think anymore, man. Joe Burrow, man, (laughs) it hurts. I was gonna say, are you you still thinking straight, man? Oh
0: man, (laughs)
1: I'm still in denial. It's the denial phase right now. You haven't calibrated Uh,
0: your brain to figure to realize (laughs) fantasy. Ryan
1: Finley, oh man. I mean, so Ryan Finley was, you know, the starter late last year. Uh, He's a capable backup quarterback. I. Still think I would start T. Higgins up as a strong flex, uh, with some wide receiver two upside. Um, wondering how the you know the, the targets will be. The target share is gonna be I mean, if if Finley's gonna throw it, I still think he's gonna throw it to Board or Higgins. So I don't think that changes there. Um it's just a matter of this is gonna be accurate and it's gonna be good passes thrown to him.
0: Yeah. Um I mean Ryan Finley, I don't know. I think calling him a good backup is kind of a stretch. I mean he got <laughs> he got he got, he got inserted for andy dalton and then they were like yeah we've seen enough <laughs> and went back to andy dalton uh and this was the team that ended up with the number one pick so uh it's definitely tough i mean obviously it's hard to judge him his first you know he was a rookie last year a sixth round pick comes in yeah yeah, you know, yeah has, and his first game is against this washington defense and you just watch joe burrow t- tear his acl like i don't want to go in that game but
1: <laughs> no, no, he watched Chase Young chase him down at the goal line, like in pound Joe Burrow. Like, nah, I'm not trying to yeah. see that.
0: <laughs> and, you know, you got Ryan, you got Ryan Finley listed here, all of six, four, 185 pounds. You know, maybe but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, T. Higgins, you know, I think, like you said, wide receiver, you know, he's a flex, you know, wide receiver two upside. Uh, you're you're kind of just hoping on that touchdown. Um, I mean, the volume will still be there. Let's put it. Yeah, that that's what way. I'm saying. yeah we know, the, this offense is going to throw it. They're still going to throw done. it. This is this is who they are inherently. Uh, you know, they're a 60 plus pass uh, pass rate and neutral game script kind of team. Uh, that's who they are. So, the the volume will still be there. Like you said, the question will be: Does he get those targets? Do you know? We sometimes we see these young quarterbacks come in and really like, you know, you know, uh, key in on those those shorter options those. Uh, you know, like the the Tyler Boyds and, you know, maybe the lean on the tight end or, or Giovanni Bernard. So, you know, curious to see uh, what happens with Ryan Finley, but, um, you know, how that impacts the Bengals' pass offense. But moving on to the tight end position, uh, Travis Kelsey, man, first game back off the bye, said, you know, two week, two games ago said, ah, I don't need to score a touchdown. This week says, uh, let me try playing a little quarterback. 22.86 fantasy points, eight catches, 127 yards. Also added four passing yards in this game. Um, almost got that touchdown, though. But uh, if Brian Pringle could just see a hole. But anyway, Greg, where are you at? Oh, you got
1: one. He got one at least. You know, that's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he got the one receiving touchdown, the game winner, too. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Travis Kelsey basically telling all the other tight ends to hold his beer. Uh, in his first game back off the bye coming off coming in as a tight end one we just expect this
1: yeah we, i said it before if he's not the tight end one uh, that i'm i'm not surprised i'm like i'm like upset um i mean shout out to the Taysom hill though if in some leagues you know he was a tight end one espn the same and then Fanduel. so uh you know you know that's what's <laughs> up for him and started the week Taysom hill espn they finally announced that they take it off uh, so that was a nice one week legendary performance uh, you'll never see it again uh, and, and yeah Travis Kelsey uh, I expect this this is probably the blurb you can't remove either Travis Kelsey as Titan in one
0: uh, I mean I had I would have had well, to last week, week yeah. I was reminded <laughs> by how terrible the week was looking at that list because it was a terrible week I don't know if you remember Greg but I don't know if you already <laughs> burned it out of your brain but I had to see it again it was terrible um but this week was actually a really good week for tight ends. I was actually, you know, a, I was actually, you know, not depressed looking at this list, you know, tight end 2 Darren Waller. Yeah, the, the eight, name
1: showed up this week.
0: Yeah, 18.3 fantasy points, 7 catches, 88 yards and a touchdown. Um also coming off the bye week Mark Andrews, uh 18.1 fantasy points, 5 catches, 96 yards and a touchdown. That looks like ADP
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I mean George Kittle is somewhere in there, should be somewhere in there. Uh but then rounding out the top twelve, man, the tight end four in the week, Dallas Goddard, the tight end five, Robert Tunyon, the tight end six, Hunter Henry, the tight end seven, Richard Rodgers, the tight end eight. Now we're entering. Did you catch a touchdown in our territory? Tight end eight, Eric Ebron. The tight end nine did it without scoring a touchdown. Sure, you're gonna talk about him later, Greg, but that's Jordan oh, Yeah tight end, 9. Dalton Schultz scored a touchdown. Tight end, 11. Chris Herndon. Yo, welcome, welcome
1: man. Oh, Buddy, man. wow. Good to see oh, you, man. man. Uh, yeah, that, that's awesome, yo. Guarantee
0: <laughs> you nobody started you. But nope. good to see you. I mean, you helped out my best ball teams. Great one. Great there. Good job. Uh, Johnu Smith, the tight end, 12. Uh, scored a touchdown as well. Was out-targeted by uh, Anthony Furkshire, though. Again. But, Greg... Uh, any of these stud performances stick out to you?
1: Uh, definitely, Dalton Schultz. Good to see him. Probably gonna talk about it a little later uh, with Andy Dalton back. Uh, it's nice to see. Uh, yeah, the three, the names that you're saying, those ADP names. Uh, Mark Andrews being back in there, Darren Waller, Kelsey, um, Dallas Goddard, and Richard Rogers. Both of these guys in the top twelve. Uh, the tight Titans you know, will always be used in the, in the Eagles' offense.
0: Yeah, Dallas Goddard, five catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Richard Rodgers ended up scoring a touchdown. Robert Tunyon, though, that was the performance I think that I liked the most. I mean, the matchup was good uh, or was bad for him, unfavorable, but um, you know had a, a, a slick 25-yard touchdown. Uh, looks healthy again finally, so I think we're starting to see uh, maybe, maybe Tunyon makes that late-season push here. Um, but Jordan Aiken's is definitely the one that intrigues me the most. Uh, with, mm-hmm. with uh, I think he's the one that had nine catches for eighty-three yards. Uh, yep. So he's the one I was thinking of with nine catches. But uh, he he came through, and then Hunter Henry scores a touchdown. So you don't you don't notice the four for forty that he puts out every week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'll take that output. Last final output is was the well I need. He's attached to the herb, so. I yeah man
0: it. definitely um and then the jags of the week man and this one uh hayden hurst man or should i say hayden hurts because you hurt me and those of the dx tribe that i had faith that had faith in you this week hayden uh two targets zero catches and if you're unless you're Taysom hill or apparently travis kelsey and johnny smith who gets rushing touchdowns you don't score any points unless you had unless you catch the ball hayden hurst so that was yeah uh
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like Julio probably had to do with that because then, that means what's his name? Uh, Matt Ryan just, just tossing it to Russell Gage. Russell Gage had 12 targets in this game, so if Russell Gage is going to do well. hurting Harris is going to suffer. Um, also, Austin Hooper. That. Yeah, uh, Russell Gage had 12 targets. Austin Hooper, though, is I'm done with him. It's, it's over. Like, anytime, you, you know, <laughs> it seems like we've wait, been waiting for him to come through and uh it hasn't worked no, out.
0: No. No, no. I'm not done with him because Baker he had a touchdown in this game. Baker just missed him. He he mm. just he just overshot Baker. Austin Hooper in the wide open in the back in the back of the end zone. Baker Baker just overshot him by like a fingernail. I'm not done with Austin Hooper. Mm. Mm. Uh, and Again, this rain, there was weather conditions. I mean, again, they don't want to. They don't want to run the ball. Hey man, they, they don't want to throw they, the ball.
1: Seems like Ohio is just a bad weather state, y'all. It's, it's I know,
0: but, <laughs> but it's gonna. Ch- it's got to change at some point. I mean, they've got to be. I mean, again, uh, end zone target had six points. I mean, it's like if he catches that touchdown, he's in the top. He's in the top ten of tight ends, and we're talking about his week differently. But yeah, again, true, true. So uh, someone I am done with is Jared Cook, though. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, uh-huh. oh, I mean, with uh well, yeah, we'll take some hill, I mean, it's, that also gets capped by that, and yeah, Michael Thomas is the only pass catcher. I feel like I won in this offense now,
0: yeah, definitely, I mean, you can't trust one target zero one target, one catch, uh yeah, that, it's hard to trust your yeah, I agree. going forward, um, I mean, I wouldn't drop him out, I mean unless you had to, but i I mean, I think he's a guy I would only play if the matchup was good. Yeah. Which I think this week the matchup was good. So never mind that. Just probably don't even play him. Um, all right. <laughs> Moving on to the injuries of the week. Uh, some of the injuries that we had. We obviously covered covered Joe Burrow at the top. Uh, suffered a torn ACL, MCL. So he'll be out for the rest of the season. We'll be back in 2021. And this happened um, over the, you know, before the games on Sunday. Um, I think it happened on Friday. But Joe Mixon was officially placed on the injured reserve with a foot injury. Um seems like maybe his season could be done as well too. I mean, that's what people are speculating. You know, Joe Burrow being out, this is pretty much a lost season here for the Bengals. Uh, why risk your running back who you just paid a contract to in the off season, uh, to to come back if you if you know, he could potentially re injure himself in a season in which games, mm-hmm. you know, you're not playing for anything. So um Giovanni Bernard, man, he becomes a rest of season, you know, potential rb2 for you i know he didn't come through this week uh you know matchup was relatively tough there but um yeah i mean what are you doing with joe mixon if you roster him at, at this point
1: uh if he's in your if you have an ir spot i mean if you have it i was just slide him in there um if not i mean if you're you know wait wait for the three weeks i think he's worth holding just in case uh they decide to uh play him later in the season um that's if you're you know able to hold them and have the IR spot in your league.
0: Yeah, man, it would. I mean, it would be tough, but I think you would have to. If you have running back depth, then I think you could cut you could cut bait. I mean, it depends on your roster. Because uh, I know some people are getting ready for playoffs. Like, um, if you had Dalvin Cook and, and Joe Mixon, who would you rather have on your roster, Alexander Madison or Joe Mixon? Uh, Alexander Madison. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, so it yeah, it's it's gonna be tough with guys, uh I mean, you could only roster one guy this week, J. K. Dobbins or Joe Mixon? Even though J. K. Dobbins obviously was gone to COVID, but Mm
1: um, I'm yeah, I'm keeping J. K.
0: Yeah. Think you don't one. really know
1: yeah, what the Joe Mixon I, if when he comes back, like how they're gonna treat him. Uh it could just be held out for a little longer like alan lazard you know
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey alan lazard did play he did Did he did play uh was active um but i don't know how 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 uh impactful he was probably not at all because we're talking about him right now and we didn't talk about him in the studs so (laughs) right (laughs) um then other injuries that we have julio jones game time he's already deemed a game time decision for week 12 Oh yeah, Julio's
1: going to give it as much as he can to go. This man does not miss games lightly. Uh, He played an entire year with turf toe, it seemed like. So, uh, definitely got to keep an eye on that. Oh, Robbo just scored a touchdown. Let's go.
0: (laughs) That's not good because that means I just lost.
1: Aww.
0: And where's my phone? (laughs) Because Ernie's going to hit me up in about two minutes. So.
1: (laughs) With the full take mode, yep. (laughs) Full Um, tilt, sorry, full tilt mode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Um, DeAndre Swift still on concussion protocol. They play on Thursday. They're slated to play Thursday against the Houston Texans. And that is a great matchup. And he's still in the concussion protocol, Greg. So what are we doing there?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you're definitely holding him. Uh, hopefully you're again, that league has the IR spots. You're sliding him in there, but he's definitely a guy that is willing to hold. I'm willing to hold, um, that hopefully when he comes back can can uh, hold you down for the playoffs.
0: Oh, I wasn't. We're not. We're not cutting this guy. I'm just. I'm just asking. Are we making? I mean, I think. I think. The. I think we have to make plans for him not to play this week, right? All yeah. Oh,
1: right. well, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Concussions are complicated. They could be a, a long situation. You don't really. There's no real timetable for concussions.
0: Yeah. So you just have to assume he's not going to play. And if hey, you know, like we say, set your lineup without him and without him in it. And uh, the moment you find out on Thursday, especially, you know. Good thing this is the Thursday game. You know, you find out he's he's active and he's playing, you slide him in. Especially with concussions, there's not really the the concern about them being potentially limited in the game. So, um yeah, I, I would I would just kind of approach it that way. And then with Michael P. Ryan, who again Adam Gase is a liar. He's the worst kind of liar. He's a liar and his <laughs> team's not good. Um <laughs> But with Michael Piron, there was a report that said he was going to get the bulk of the work. That was BS because he did not get the bulk of the work there. Uh, and then suffered a high ankle sprain. So uh, Frank Gore, any interest, Greg?
1: Um, as he's always been uh, like the Sunday morning running back for me, so that's all I, I will mostly have him as.
0: When you need six points.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: I mean, he came in the top twelve this week, so
1: he did. He did. Um, this man is never going to go away. As Carlos Hyde is going to be the next Frank Gore, but yeah, uh, seems like, yeah, the sunny morning. If you're panicking, if you need a running back, some late, late inactive player, I think Frank Gore will be there for you, always.
0: <laughs> yeah, he will definitely be there because I won't have him on my teams. Um, and then Nick Foles, quarterback for the for the Chicago Bears, he's still dealing with a hip and a glute injury. So, um, Mitch Trubisky.
1: Oh, Mitch time. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, you know, uh, he's, if he's coming back, we've seen him have famously relevant weeks in, in the past, like top 12 weeks uh, Mitch has been produ- uh, produced uh, in the past. So, you know, we, we'll we see if it uh, if Mitch is going to get the start and he could be maybe ad, speculative.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, he was on buy, so I added him in the league of extraordinary people. Uh, there you two go. Quarter, there, two there you quarterback leagues. So they get uh green... Green Bay this week, but then they get Detroit, and we know how much he likes Detroit.
1: He does, yep. First week, yeah, that miraculous fourth quarter comeback and had that oh, QB one day, I
0: believe. Greg, are you ready for this? No, i am I? What's up? <laughs> week 13, that's that's uh, the play that like, you're probably playing for a playoff game. Mitch Trubisky against Detroit. Week mm-hmm. 14, first week of the playoffs, Mitch Trubisky against Houston. Mm-hmm. Week 15. Uh, That's the second round of playoffs, Mitch Mitch Trubisky against Minnesota. Wow. Week 16, championship week, Mitch Trubisky against Jacksonville.
1: Uh, This would be, along with uh, Kalen Balaj like doing well at the end of the year, if Mitch Trubisky (laughs) is able to save people and get them fantasy championships, I'll never forget that.
0: (laughs) Hey, Mitch Trubisky (laughs) was helping people win fantasy championships, I'm sure, last year. Yeah, uh, dude, yeah. He yeah. helped you win a game to get there, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh watching Ronald Jones not pack pass catch
0: either. I I can't just watch this game anymore. <laughs> um all right, moving on to uh well CMC will not play week twelve. That is that was already uh, been announced. Um yep. and Teddy Bridgewater, they're hopeful that he will play in week twelve. So Greg uh where are you at with uh with Teddy B man
1: Oh yeah hopefully if he's back um he's that you know regular uh high in QB2 um with some QB one upside that he you can be there for you Uh PJ Walker didn't play badly though I mean you know in in that spot start for Teddy uh so if he if it's still PJ Walker uh he could still give you super FX value but Teddy uh hopefully he can come back and and, and start him up
0: yeah, definitely, that's the hope there. Um, but moving on to some of the guys on the with the COVID, we obviously alluded to them, but Adam Thielen, he's on the COVID reserve list uh, after being testing positive. Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins are also both been added to the COVID reserve list, so... Um, obviously going to be looking to potentially Gus Edwards and maybe even justice Hill, maybe, Ugh. um, as the, as the guys to watch in that backfield, Greg, uh, now that we're, you know, where this is the waiver portion, why don't we just talk about some of these guys and, you know, maybe how we have them, have them ranked coming in this week. So let's start at the running back position.
1: Uh, yeah, not many people at the RB position. I mean, cause you know, a lot of people have been picked up, uh, uh, JK is also actually rostered in a lot of leagues already um so i think w- where i looked at was james white uh, especially dependent on the health of, oh, of rex, R- burkhead. rex burkhead yes, correct yeah, yeah 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 if rex burkhead is going to be injured for a, a long term or an, at least next week james white is going to immediately slide into that rex burkhead role or the james white role we saw last year uh pass catching um gadget guy uh, for cam newton and that's a very product pro- productive role as a flex um and a strong rb3 value so he's 40 percent rostered uh, so, you know, definitely go see him at him if uh, he's available, uh, especially if Rex Burker can't go. And um, Tony Pollard is the only safety net option. Uh, we're getting close to playoff time. Uh, Tony Pollard seems to be, you know, is still productive in weeks with Zeke is productive as well. But, and if uh, something happens to Zeke, um, Tony Pollard has got to be the guy that can slide in to give you some borderline RB1 value. He's ninety percent rostered uh, and he'd be a, a guy I pick up. That, especially from the Zeke manager,
0: yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison, um, yep, yep. You know, all these guys that high high end, hand, uh, you know, insurance policies, um, you know, backup options at the running back position, uh, to be able to to you know have take have insure ourselves come playoff time, you know, yep, you know, for sure, if, if an injury happens. Um, what about at uh? Wide receiver, Greg. Which of these guys are, are we looking to pick up?
1: Oh, wide receiver. It's got to start with uh, Michael Pippen Jr. He's a uh, 44% rostered, but uh, you know, last three weeks he's been pretty much on fire. As far as he's got, last three weeks at least 50 receiving yards or a touchdown. Got the touchdown this week. Got over 100 receiving yards last week or close to it. Um, yeah, he he's gonna be a guy for Philip Rivers that uh, is playing well of late. Um, his possibly his number one receiver. So I think that's a, uh, definitely intrigue there for twelve team leagues, uh, and to be productive for you uh, down the line. Uh, after that, probably Nelson Aguilar. We you know we mentioned him earlier in the year on this waiver wire section. Um, he got nine targets yesterday against Kansas City. He's twenty percent rostered. Got six receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. Um, got the matchup versus Atlanta in week 12. So he's got to be a guy you can definitely add uh, for, um, as far as 12-team leagues and as far as a, a, a very popular spot start next week um, if, if you need one. And Tim Patrick after that, uh, he's 21% rostered. Uh, he got the eight targets for five for 119. Uh, so it was a great game by him. Definitely a, a downfield threat for Drew Locke. Uh, and we thought, you know, we, we knew he would be in play. Um, and I think he can continue to be played uh, in 12 team leagues as a, a strong, a good flex option. Uh, and although down the line, those speculative ads, those rookie receivers, um, Denzel Mims and both Jalen Rager are pretty much everywhere, especially Denzel Mims. He had another day with eight targets. Uh, he's only 5% rostered. So you got to still keep an eye on that. Uh, and also, Jalen Rager, uh, he's got Seattle next week, first of all. And they are—he's twenty 28 percent rostered of all the games he's been in since returning. He's got at least five targets. I think those guys could be uh, deeper league ads for sure, and, and possibly you know twelve team league ads uh, to to you know very popular ones. Uh,
0: sleeper value for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, me being a, a Jets fan, I I uh, I've, I've watched Denzel Mims play a ton, and every game mm-hmm. that he's played all year, he's impressed me one way or another yeah Um, made a few great catches in this game how he ended up with i feel like he should be targeted more than eight times that he gets targeted i mean (laughs) it it really just doesn't make sense especially because they target him so much in the first half and then they won't target him in the second half Uh, and that's frustrating. this this game they didn't target him in the first half but then they targeted him a ton in the second half uh you know turns eight targets into 71 yards i mean the guy, he's he's been, he's just been so good. I mean,
1: yeah, I'm I'm gonna add him in a lot of leagues if if he's there. So yeah, the the target number is definitely there, and now not just saying that that's happening. Like potential for more. Um, it's good to hear.
0: Yeah, and then you 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 know you consider the schedule down the line. Week thirteen gets Vegas, and then week fourteen gets Seattle. So, um, those are two spots where I'm really I'm really looking at Denzel Mims in, in deeper leagues, where, or leagues mm-hmm. where you need receiver help. Um, but I like the other guys as well. Um. You know, Nelson Aguilar, he's been coming through. And, you know, I feel like our listeners are in the 56% of people that have Michael Pittman Jr. Because we've been talking about oh, Michael yeah. Pittman Jr. for like three weeks now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had
1: him in the, coming into the year as someone we liked. So, uh, definitely. And, you know, when, since he's been back, uh, you mentioned that. And I was like, oh, that that's exciting news. Because uh, we know they're in desperate need of a receiver to take uh, the lead dog role.
0: Not anymore. Not anymore. Greg, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. Um, <laughs> Moving on to the quarterback position, man. Let's start there. Uh which guys and I'm I'm sure I know who the top guy is, but which guys are we looking at the quarterback position? Obviously we know, you know, Matt Ryan might not have Julio. Joe Burrow just went down. So you know what are we what are, who are we looking at?
1: Yeah, man, this is uh, this thing's the deepest leak uh, week position of this week. Uh, you know, a lot of quarterback options, uh, especially if you're the Joe Burrow manager. Uh, you, you talked about it, um, and other managers out there that are struggling at quarterback. But first, it's got to be. Taysom Hill, of course, now the only at quarterback position, only listed as in all leagues. He is an every-week starter in all formats. A very safe option. He's only 43% rostered. That needs to be bumped up significantly. Uh, he's got Denver, then Atlanta, then Philly. Next three weeks, schedule is beautiful. Schedule is still doesn't really matter because uh, at the end of the day, he's going to get uh, close to 100 uh, you know, r- rushing yards. He could get close to you know, one, at least one rushing touchdown with along with the passing touchdown. He could zip the ball uh, to Michael Thomas <laughs> specifically, and, uh, yeah, he should be rostered everywhere. Um, after that, Derek Carr versus Atlanta. Uh, he showed up again against Kansas City. It wasn't that outlier. It seems like he's got Kansas City a number this year. Um, maybe, you know, if they see him in the playoffs, then maybe the third time would be hard to do. But Derek Carr, I, I, you got to add him. He's 36% rostered going against Atlanta this week. I think he'd be a guy. Uh, it seems like anytime I'm, he's now on my radar, he does excellent. Um, when he is, he disappoints me. But I, I hopefully <laughs> this is the time he comes through. Um, after that, uh, your boy Phillip Rivers. You know, you mentioned him as well. Whoa, whoa I didn't He'll claim play. him. I didn't claim him. <laughs> you didn't claim. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they do have Tennessee this week. Uh, I think that's a you know a favorable matchup. Could go up back and forth. Twenty seven percent rostered. So if you need a play after Derek, Derek Carr and Taysom Hill, I think Philip Rivers is, an, is a good option. Um, I think actually before that, though, Kirk Cousins is in play. Um, they got Carolina this week, uh, 42% rostered. Even if Alan Thalen can't go, uh, he'll just fling it to Justin Jefferson uh, all, all, all the way. Um, and then after that, lastly, Andy Dalton in uh, DP Leagues and also Superflex Leagues. And in general, uh, Andy Dalton is back and he's healthy. They have Washington this week. It's a little tough matchup. Um, at 10%, but with the receivers and the skilled players they have, Andy Don should, shouldn't kill you.
0: Yeah, man, definitely. And uh, Mike Evans is a grown man. Word. I've I ju-
1: <laughs> just, oh my gosh. Yeah, that, that was a, a excellent play. He, uh, also AJ Brown is a grown man. I don't know yes. if you saw his yak, his, his yes. yards after catch touchdowns. Oh, they were insane. Yeah. They were insane. <laughs>
0: I mean, we've been saying this for for since AJ Brown was born, like you know, since he was a toddler. that He's a grown man, yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> Why he's literally running back? You are right, running back playing wide receiver. Like it's insane what he he does uh, with his yak.
0: Yeah, I mean, his lower body is just like he does not look like a wide receiver lined up out there. He, it's like Leonard wrote, Burnett. He rolled Patrick receiver. Crean
1: in, into the into the end zone. Like <laughs> it was crazy.
0: Yeah, man, he's AJ Brown's a beast, and Mike Evans is too. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, man. What about tight end, man? I know it's probably a little tough out there, but there's there's a guy out there that we. Oh yeah,
1: know. yeah. There's always someone we could reach for, um, or not even reach for in this case. I I mentioned Andy Dalton. That definitely helps Dalton Schultz. I, we mentioned Dalton Schultz last week, uh, so he came through, got the touchdowns, but the six targets is more impressive. I think. Uh, I think he'll continue continue to see five plus targets in this offense, and that's uh good for a tight end for sure. Uh, and Jordan Akins. Um, I think he could be emerging as that number one tight end option again for Deshaun Watson. Um, he was hurt in the middle of the season, uh, but he's back. Uh, he's only 2% rostered. So uh, if, if you the guy I had, Darren Fells for some reason, um, I think it's time to make the switch back to Jordan Aikens. Uh, and also, if you just need some tight end help in general, um, maybe he could be a speculative ad. And then you're saying Robert Tanyan, he's 46% rostered. Uh, I think he can come on again with Aaron Rodgers killing. Uh, Hopefully he can come on again later in the year, uh, in in this part of the year, as a you know, give you some tight end one upside.
0: Yeah, man, I definitely agree with that. I mean, tight end is tough, man. Anybody we recommend, play at your own risk at this point, man. Unless you have Travis (laughs) Cousy, Darren Waller, or maybe even Mark Andrews, depending on what day day it is. (laughs) Facts. Just play them at your own risk. <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, that's all we got y'all. Thank you for listening. Oh, Hope yeah. you enjoyed week 11. Hope you enjoyed the games. Hope you're ready getting ready for that playoff push. Remember, uh it's it's time to to get to get those insurance policies locked up, man. Get those guys on your roster. Uh, like Greg was saying, uh cuz the last thing you want is one of these guys getting hurt, and you can't continue your playoff push because because that potentially happened, um, you know? So if you have Josh Jacobs, go get a Devonte Booker, uh, you know, get go get these things done.
1: But yeah, everyone, please, please,
0: yeah, please. But everyone, we really appreciate you, you all listening, taking the time out of your day to listen. Uh, really appreciate it. If you could just. Uh, go ahead and leave us a rate review. That'd be fantastic. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, And then if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics, you could follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JRFootballNerd. Have a good one, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. And we are out.
1: We out.